Hello, good morning, everyone. Trust you had a pleasant night rest. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Times of Devotion. We're praying in other tongues at this time. And I'll be reading um, 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1. It says, I sought therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of, of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying and praying in other tongues, specifically for all that are in authority. We are going to be praying for leaders. We're going to be praying for leaders. That leaders no longer function in foolishness and deceit, but they function in wisdom and the truth. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and pray for them. Kindly unmute yourself at this time. Very grown to supplectizu na fa pleza baka soto kubele gizopete kila brakate juna maha. Relo gusto kubele Ligra <laughs> <laughs> 
Lord, we thank you for our leaders, hallelujah, because they no longer function, oh God, in foolishness and deception, oh God. But there's a new order, there's a new order. Wisdom and truth forever. Lord, we thank you, oh God, because your wisdom is at work in them. Suddenly, swiftly, quickly, these ones are looking for truth, hallelujah. Because the scales are falling off of their eyes, it's so called. In the name of our Lord Jesus, the scales are falling off of their eyes by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, hallelujah. This was they are moving forward. They are making progress. Progress with the wisdom of God. Progress with the wisdom of God. Yes, Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. The scale of deception is gone. It's falling off of their eyes. Hallelujah. It's falling off of their eyes. Truth of God. Truth is all they know. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless your holy name, oh God. Yes, hallelujah. 
There's a change in tide, hallelujah. There's a change in tide, hallelujah. In the leadership of every country. There's a change in tide, hallelujah. There's a change in tides by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship you, O God. We love and adore you, O God. For you are God. You are faithful and you are good. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are being connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Devotion. And this is another amazing time to hear the Word of God and grow in the Spirit. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to always lead us in prayers. I am grateful. Now over to you, esteemed um, Brother Martins, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Firstly, I want to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for this great opportunity. Today's Rhapsody of Reality reading segment. Pastor is saying unto us, keep pushing in prayer. Keep pushing in prayer. Oh, keep pushing in prayer. Parabido, sofa, dila, grabado, zegish, dalahandiga, bastos, koribando, kroski, baradila, grabadi. Please, um, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute at this time. We'll take a two minutes of intense prayer session. And as you pray, as you take these two minutes of prayers, just see by the Spirit. Just see by the Spirit. Oh, Krato, Zopra, Nixta, Tida, and Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today is Thursday, the fourth of April, of uh, March 2021. And Pastor is saying to us from the book of James chapter 5 verse 16, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. Pray for one another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. When the Bible says that there was no rain in the land of Israel, according to the word of the prophets, according to the word of Elijah, 
It wasn't that Elijah suddenly woke up and said, there will be no rain in Israel for the next three and a half years. No, the Bible says he prayed earnestly. First Kings chapter 18, verse 42, shows how he prayed. He says, Elijah bowed deeply in prayer, his face between his knees. That's from the message translation. The Amplified Classic version of this, of our themes of verse, aptly describe the kind of prayer. They aptly describe this kind of prayer. The inest, heartfelt, continued prayer of the righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. It says the prayer is inest, and there is a persistence about it. In other words, it is a sustained kind of prayer that's marked by a deep feeling of conviction. Oh, how beautiful it is. When I, when I see posts that we should pray for nations of the world, you know, pray for nations, pray for Syria, for Iran. You know, when you have a, a deep conviction of how so mightily grew the word of God in Ephesus and prevailed, you are convinced that if you pray, if you pray fervently, that mightily also we grow the word of God in Iran, in Saudi Arabia and prevail. I had a story of a man in Serbia that was preaching the gospel. He was openly mocked, beaten and stoned. And what they said is, let your God come and save you. Oh, how be it he had prayed. How be it the, the, the church would rise up to the occasion pray for those people. And there are countries like that. It might not be in the news at all times, but there are people that are persecuted every now and then because of the gospel. Thank God that we've been praying. Thank God. And we'll keep at it. Praise the Lord. Pastor says, this isn't the kind of prayer you pray at a dining table or when you are hurrying off to work. There are certain times and situations where you don't just speak the word and they go away. Where, where you don't just speak the word and go away. You persist in prayer. You keep pushing. You may be saying the same thing, but you are pushing. Praise the Lord. Jesus did that too in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said the same things in prayer and he prayed that way for an hour. It wasn't a two-minute prayer. He persisted because he understood the stakes of the moment. We are in a similar obradoskis. We are in a similar moment today. The stakes are high. You have got to take your personal prayer life more seriously. And this is a solemn child. This is a solemn child. You must take your personal prayer life more seriously. You go to work. At times, you think about this prompting comes to your spirit. You just separate yourself from people and you pray. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but they are intense, fervent, heartfelt. Those kind of prayers where tears will fall from your eyes, where you are overwhelmed by the presence of God, where all you just want to do is to make power available. 
Pastor is telling us, he said, the stakes are high at this time, at this time, this time. If, you, if you've been watching the, um, the sessions, your local sessions, these past days, where Pastor has been telling us about the times, what have been happening. Oh, why did they all come out in purple? Think about it. It is not just a mistake. It's not just, um, they just, they didn't just um, do it by, you know, error or something or by coincidence. No, it was well planned, carefully orchestrated. And these people know what exactly they are doing. But you've got to take your personal prayer times more seriously, as we always do in the morning here. Paul says, always tell yourself, and respond to the call and audience to pray from your spirit, from your spirits. Declare the word and crushing the forces of darkness. Declaring the word and crushing the forces of darkness in the spirit. It may look like nothing is changing, but you keep pushing. You may ask, but when do I stop? You stop when you know that you know in this in your spirit that it is done. When you have that note of victory, when you have that release, when you have that sudden peace, that calmness, you know, yes, it is done. Pastor is saying, you stop when you know that you know in your spirit that it is done. Glory to God. You will surely get the note of victory. You will surely get the note of victory. And this day, today, the 4th of March, take this devotion are very seriously and act upon the words that you've heard this morning and surely we will shift things in the realm of the spirit and we will cause a change in our world thank you very much again for this great opportunity i'd like to hand over to sister joy to take the photos and the prayer thank you so much god bless you thank you so much Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. Uh, meanwhile, I just want to say, I don't know if any of us noticed yesterday that the first country Pastor talked about yesterday was Germany, and Germany was the exact country that we prayed for yesterday. So it means you are in tune with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Um, I would like to take the further study, reading from... Colossians 4.2, be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayers together. Please don't unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Blessed Father, thank you for the privilege and opportunity of prayer by which I exercise my authority in Christ to activate and walk in the consciousness of the divine presence and enforce your will in the earth. I am an effective intercessor through the word of faith and earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer, 
I declare that the nations and leaders of the world are under the divine influence of your mighty power. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Zia as he takes us through the New Testament reading of the One Year Bible Plan. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on where you're connecting from. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this wonderful platform. And um, we're going into the the New Testament Bible plan, and we have been reading the message translation, and it's been a very wonderful read, very entertaining and pictorial read. So today we're reading Mark chapter 10 and um, from verse 32. It says, back on the road, they set out from for Jerusalem. Jesus had a head start on them, and they were following, puzzled, and not just a little afraid. He took the 12 and began again to go over what to expect next. Listen to me carefully. We're on our way to Jerusalem. When we get there, the Son of Man will be betrayed to the religious leaders and scholars. They will sentence him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Romans, who will mock and spit on him, give him the third degree, and kill him. After three days, he will rise alive. Praise God. The caption, the highest places of honor. James and John, Zebedee's sons, came up to him. Teacher, we have something we want you to do for us. What is it? I will see what I can do. Arrange it, they said, so that we will be awarded the highest places of honor in your glory. One of us at your right, the other at your left. Jesus said, you have no idea what you are asking. Are you capable of drinking the cup I drink, of being baptized in the baptism I'm about to be plunged into? Sure, they said, why not? Jesus said, come to think of it, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized in my baptism. But as to awarding places of honor, that's not my business. These, there are other arrangements for that. When the other 10 heard of this conversation, they lost their tempers with James and John. Jesus got them together to settle things down. You have observed how godless rulers throw their weight around, he said. And when people get a little power, how quickly it goes to their heads. It's not going to be that way with you. Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. That is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve, not to be served, and then to give away his life in exchange for many who are held hostage. They spent some time in Jericho. As Jesus was leaving town, thrilled by his disciples and a parade of people, a blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting alongside the road. When he heard that Jesus the Nazarene was passing by, he began to cry out, Son of David, Jesus, 
mercy, have mercy on me. Many tried to hush him, but he yelled out the louder, son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped in his tracks, called him over. They called him, it's your lucky day. Get up, he's calling you to come. Throwing off his coat, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. Jesus said, what can I do for you? The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. On your way, said Jesus, your faith have saved and healed you. In that very instant, he recovered his sight and followed Jesus down the road. And Jesus is asking you that same question. He wants you to be specific. What can I do for you? But for us, the New Testament believers, he has done everything for us. So all we need to do is, as we read in the Rhapsody, we need to see it, we need to press in into what he has provided for us. Praise God. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Right now, I'll be handing over to Brother John, who will take us on the Old Testament Bible reading. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Brother Zia. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. <laughs> we will thank you for this beautiful opportunity. I'd also like to thank esteemed Amarak for this opportunity to take this segment. I've always dreaded reading the Old Testament before, but these times of reading this has been so beautiful for me, especially. So we are reading Numbers 14. Uh, and um, from verse 1, we have two chapters to take today, Numbers 14 and 15. So I'll read 14. From verse 1, the whole community was in an opera wailing all night long. All the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The entire community was in on it. Why didn't we die in Egypt or in this wilderness? Why has God brought us to this country to kill us? Our wives and children are about to become plunder. Why don't you just head back to Egypt? And right now, soon they were all saying it's for another. Let's pick a new leader. Let's head back to Egypt. Moses and Aaron fell on their faces in front of the entire community, gathered in emergency session. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, members of the scouting party, ripped their clothes and addressed the assembled people of Israel. The land we walked through and scouted out is a very good land, very good indeed. If God is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land that flows, as they say, with milk and honey. And he will give it, give it to us. Just don't rebel against God. And don't be afraid of those people. Why? Why? We'll have them for lunch. They have no protection. And God is on our side. Don't be afraid of them. But up in arms now, the entire community was talking of hurling stones at them. Just then, the bright glory of God appeared at the tent of meeting. Every Israelite saw it. God said to Moses, how long will these people treat me like death? 
How long? How long refuse? How long will they refuse to trust you? And with all these signs I've done among them, I've had enough. I'm going to hit them with a plague and kill them. But I'll make you into a nation bigger and stronger than they ever were. But Moses said to God, the Egyptians are going to hear about this. You will deliver this people from Egypt with a great show of strength. And now this, the Egyptians will tell everyone, they've already heard that you are God and that you are on the side of these people, that you are present among them, that they see you with their own eyes in your cloud that hovers over them, in the pillar of cloud that leads them by, by day and pillar of fire at night. If you kill these entire people in one stroke, all the nations that have heard what has been going on, we say, since God couldn't get these people into the land which he had promised them, he slaughtered them out in the wilderness. Now, please, let the power of the master expand, enlarge itself greatly along the lines you have laid out earlier. When you said, <coughs> God's slow, slow to get angry and huge in loyal love, forgiving iniquity and rebellion and sin, still never just whitewashing sin, but extending the fallout of parents' sins to children into the third and even the fourth generation. Verse 19, please forgive the wrongdoing of these people out of the extravagance of your loyal law, just as all along from the time they left Egypt. You have been forgiving these people. Verse 20, God said, I forgive them, honoring your words. For as I live and as the glory of God fills the whole world, not a single person of those who saw my glory saw the miracle signs I did in Egypt and the wilderness and who have tested me over and over again, turning a deaf ear to me, not one of them who set eyes on the land I so solemnly promised to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with such repeated contempt will see it. But my servant, Caleb, this is a different story. He has a different spirit. He follows me passionately. I will bring him into the land that he scouted and his children will inherit it. Since the Amalekites and Canaanites are so well established in the valleys, for right now, change course and head back into the wilderness, following the route to the Red Sea. God spoke to Moses and Aaron. How long is this going to go on? All this grumbling against me by this evil infested community. I've had my feel of complaints from these grumbling Israelites. Tell them, as I leave God's decree, here is what I'm going to do. Your corpses are going to litter the wilderness. Every one of you, 20 years and older, who was counted in, who was counted in the census, this whole generation of grumblers and grousers, not one of you will enter into the land and make your home there. The family and solemnly promised land, except for Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. Verse 31, your children, the very ones that you said will be taken for plunder, I will bring in to enjoy the land you rejected, while your corpses will be rotting in the wilderness. These children of yours will live as shepherds in the wilderness for 40 years, living with the fallout of your horror of faithfulness until the last of your generation lies a corpse in the wilderness. You scouted out the land for 40 days. Your punishment will be a year. For each day, a 40-year sentence to serve for your sins. 
a long schooling in my displeasure. I, God, have spoken. I will most certainly carry out these things against this entire evil infested community which has banded together against me. In this wilderness, they will come to their end. There, they will die. Verse 36. So it happened that the men Moses sent to scout out the land, they turned to circulate false rumors about the land, causing the entire community to grumble against Moses. All these men died. Having spread false rumors of the land, they died in a plague confronted by God. Only Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were left alive of the men who went to scouts out the land. When Moses told all of this to the people of Israel, they mourned long and bad. But early the next morning, they started out for the high country, saying, We are here, we are ready. Let us go up and attack the land that God promised us. We sinned, but now we are ready. But Moses said, Why are you crossing God's command yet again? This won't work. Don't attack. God isn't with you in this. You'll be beaten badly by your enemies. The Amalekites and Canaanites are ready for you and they will kill you because you have left off obediently following God. God is not going to be with you in this. But they went anyway. <coughs> Recklessly and arrogantly, they climbed to the high hill country. But the chests of the covenant and Moses didn't budge from the camp. The Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in the hill country came out of the hills and attacked and beat them. They route all the way down to Homer. Praise the Lord. And I'll hand over to Esteem PD to take us to true numbers 15. Praise the Lord. Okay. God spoke to matters of worship. God spoke to Moses. Speak to the people of Israel. Tell them when you enter your homeland that I am giving to you and sacrifice. Sorry, I need to look at this closely. God spoke to Moses, speak to the people of Israel, tell them when you enter your homeland that I am giving to you and sacrifice a fire gift to God, a whole burnt offering or any sacrifice from the head of flock for a vow offering or free will offering, one of the appointed feasts as a pleasing fragrance for God. The one bringing the offering shall present to God a grain offering of two quarts of fine flour mixed with a quart of oil with each lamb for the whole burnt offering or other sacrifice. Prepare a quart of oil and a quart of wine as a drink offering. Six, for a ram prepare a grain offering of four quarts of fine flour mixed with one and a quart, quarter quart of oil and one Okay, and one and a quarter quarts of wine and a drink offering. Present it as a pleasing fragrance to God. When you prepare a young bull as a whole burnt offering of sacrifice for a special vow or a peace offering to God, 
bring with the bull a grain offering of six quarter quarts of fine flour and two quarts of oil. Also bring two quarts of wine as a drink, as a drink offering. It will be a fire gift, a pleasing fragrance to God. Each bull or ram, each lamb or young goat is to be prepared in, his, in this same way. Carry out this procedure for each one, no matter how many you have to prepare. Every native born Israelite is to follow this procedure when he brings a free gift as a pleasing fragrance to God in future, in future generations, when a foreigner or visitor living at length among you presents a fire gift as a pleasing fragrance to God, the same procedures must be followed. The community has the same rules for you and the foreigner living among you. This is the regular rule for future generations. You and the foreigner are the same before God. The same laws and regulations apply to both you and the foreigner who lives with you. God spoke to Moses, speak to the people of Israel. Tell them when you enter the land into which I am bringing you and you eat the food of that country, set some aside as an offering for God. From the first batch of bread dough, make a rough loaf, a round loaf for an offering, an offering from the threshing floor. Down through the future generations, make the offering to God from each first batch of dough. 22. But if you should get off the beating track and not keep the commands which God spoke to Moses, any of the things that God commanded you under the authority of Moses from the time that God first commanded you right up to this present time. And if it happened more or less by mistake with the congregation unaware of it, then the whole congregation is to sacrifice one young bull as a whole burnt offering, a pleasing fragrance to God accompanied by its grain offerings and drink offering as stipulated in the rules and a he goat as an absolution offering. The priest is to atone for the entire community of the people of Israel and they will stand forgiving. The sin was not deliberate and they offered to God the fire gift and absolution offering for their in, in adventures. The whole community of Israel, including the foreigners living there, will be absolved because everyone was involved in the error. But if it's just one person who sins by mistake, not realizing what he is doing, he is to bring a, year, a yearling she-goat as an absolution offering. The priest then is to atone for the person who accidentally sinned to make atonement before God so that it won't be held against him. The same standard holds for everyone who sins by mistake. The, the native-born Israelites and the foreigners go by the same rules, but the person, native or foreign, who sins defiantly, deliberately blaspheming God, must be cut off from his people. He has despised God's word. He has violated God's command. That person must be kicked out of the community, ostracized, left alone in his wrongdoing. 
Once during those wilderness years of the people of Israel, a man was caught gathering wood on the Sabbath. The ones who caught him hauled him before Moses and Aaron and the entire congregation. They put him in custody until it became clear what to do with him. Then God spoke to Moses, give the man the death penalty. Yes, kill him, the whole community holding stones at him outside the camp. So the whole community took him outside the camp and threw stones at him, an execution commanded by God and giving through Moses. 37, God spoke to Moses, speak to the people of Israel, tell them that from now on, they are to make tassels on the corners of their garments and to mark each, each corner tassels with a blue thread. When you look at these tassels, you will remember and keep all the commandments of God and not get distracted by everything you feel or see that seduces you into infidelity. The tassels will signal remembrance and observance of all my commandments to live a holy life to God. I am your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt to be your personal God. Yes, I am God your God. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is so amazing about the offerings and the sacrifices. And God was quite clear about those people who deliberately um, were defiant of what God had commanded and those people who made mistakes because they didn't have knowledge, they didn't know. Praise the Lord. So it's quite clear that as the scripture says, it says in the days of ignorance, the Lord wintered, he forgives and he forgets. He says, but now command ye all men everywhere to repent. You do not joke with your offerings. Like Pastor clearly told us in um, different forums uh, in the past one, two months, says not giving your offering is bringing poverty upon yourself. And Pastor did say in one of our meetings, he said, clearly, I don't want poverty. I don't want to be poor. I don't want poverty to come come upon me that is why i will not joke with my offering praise the lord so even though this was uh, in the old testament and there were different procedures and all that but now we have so much information and even in one of those meetings pastor told us he said the generation this generation is going to have a very harsh judgment because we have so much knowledge everywhere is being spoken about don't joke with your offerings don't joke with your tithes don't joke with your seed ensure that your money is in for the gospel praise the lord so it's not something that we're going to be, you know, joking, joking with at this time. Our offerings, our tithes, our special seeds, because this was what God said. You know, God was talking to them about their different kind of offerings. Praise God. So we're going to take it more seriously because we will not let poverty in the door. These are the, these are the days of us doing the millions, the billions. So from the grassroots, from the very little, seemingly minutest things as offerings, we are not going to take them lightly. At every meeting, we're going to give our offerings. Praise the Lord. And this is a very delightful um, admonition from God. He says, I am your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt to be your personal God. Imagine that statement. Say your personal God. He didn't choose any other people, but he chose us. Praise the Lord. He chose us to be our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. May the Lord bless the readings of his word at this time. Praise God. Wow. Okay. Um, we're going to be taking um, just one testimony today. Praise God. Just one testimony. Who would like to share their testimony today?
we have a few minutes, about two minutes to take one testimony. Please kindly raise your hands if you want to share a testimony. We know we had a lot of testimonies from last month. Okay, we have um, Felix Ukweze. Okay, please kindly unmute yourself, Brother Felix. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning Thank you so very much for uh, this wonderful opportunity. Um, it's been wonderful being a part of this group, and I've enjoyed myself ever since. Thank you so very much. Um, so my testimony is, um, you know, on Friday last week, when um, um, you gave that wonderful instruction from the Holy Ghost, um, that we should declare, I am blessed and highly favored um, over ourselves. Um, I did that day, I had been expecting um, um, some series of investments um, within that period. So I had prayed about it. And then when that instruction came, I took it on, you know, very personally. And then um, just after we were done, you know, after a few minutes, I just got a message from one of the investors that I was expecting to, um, you know, to make payments. And then he just says to me, you know what, before the weekend is over, I'm going to uh, make do my investment. And then I was so excited. I knew this was God. Um, and then on Sunday, he made do his investment. So um, I'm so grateful to the Lord. And um, yeah, praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Congratulations, Brother Felix. Congratulations. Wow, that's so amazing. Praise God. I, I'm so excited too because I could have imagined, you know, the desires of your heart at that time. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's a new level. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to be taking more testimonies from tomorrow. So we'll just go on right away to Brother Martins, kindly lead us in the Pauline Confessions at this time. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening once again, everybody. And thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Okay, um, I'll pull our information this morning. The information will be posted on the screen. Okay. You start with my name is, you say your name, you take the first paragraph, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The next paragraph, I, you say your name, I'm granted according to the riches. You take the third paragraph, you say your name, my love abounds. Like that, it will be the final paragraph. Praise the Lord. I kindly ask everyone to unmute now the confirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. My name is I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of the spirit. I 
I acknowledge everything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, right now, I'd like us to kindly get our communion ready. Yes, and I'm reading from First Corinthians 11 from verse 23. It says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you, O God, for every time we break this bread. We remember everything that you've done for us. Hallelujah. You, you did this for us that we may no longer be broken, that we may no longer suffer any form of loss, that we may no longer be in pain or in penury, that we may no longer function in the lack of wisdom or foolishness. You did this for us that we may be perfected in you. Hallelujah. Even as you were perfected in the Father, that we may live a life pleasing to the Lord, a life that men will look at and say, we want to be part of you. Father, we thank you, O God, for your body. Yes, as we break this bread, hallelujah. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken in us. From our finances to our health, from our family to our businesses, from our jobs to every other thing that concerns us, to our children. 
lento penegiza kabaya. We function in wisdom, hallelujah. Excellent wisdom, masseteki kabarabashata kabaya. As a result of breaking this bread today, we thank you, hallelujah. Business ideas are coming to us, contracts are coming to us, promotions that are our jobs. Katishani makadeva lekoske pilabrahati. Lo predika pasata kabaya. Oh, shabala kabaya. Boldness of the spirit, hallelujah. To take up those ideas that you've given to us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. For this is your body broken for us that we may no more be broken. In the name of Jesus. You can break it at this time. After the same manner, also, he took the cup when he had stopped saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. But as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till it comes. Father, we thank you, O God, as we proclaim your death to you, come, O God. We thank you, hallelujah, that all men will hear from our lips that Jesus Christ came to die and is resurrected today, and he gave us salvation, and that all men should come unto you, O God. Yes, we will proclaim this great salvation, O God, to the ends of the earth, through our finances, hallelujah. We will preach the gospel. Through every means and medium, we will preach the gospel. Yes, we thank you, O God. This new contract we celebrate, hallelujah, and we live in and we function. For you have chosen us as a mighty end time army, O God, that will preach this gospel to the ends of the earth. And we do not fail in our duties, O God. We do not fail in our responsibilities, O God. But through us, hallelujah, 5,000 souls and more. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. New covenants, new covenants in the lives of many, new covenants. There's a place that you're requiring a change. It's a new covenant right now. It is making a new covenant with you in that area of your life. Based on what you have desired, it's making a new covenant with you. And this is a testament of it. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and take the cup. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, glory, praise God. Thank you all so very much for um, coming to pray today. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for the opportunity to anchor this part of the meeting. We are so grateful. Let us kindly unmute ourselves at this time and share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus the love, love of God, God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, blessed and abided us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Blessings follow us all the days of our life, even as we see the house of the Lord forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Hello, brethren. Thank you all so very much. Have a pleasant day. Thank mm -hmm. you.